Hello and welcome to the Evil Lawyer's Guide to Life. I am Jay Lucas, the Evil Lawyer, and across from me is my lovely co-host. I am Kim Harmon Gatlin. With all the names, and <laughs> he just keeps coming back for more, ladies and gentlemen. It is Rich Emberlin. Yay. You won't leave. <laughs> Say hi, Rich. Hey. Rich is famous for all kinds of stuff, but I really like busting on him for Real Housewives of Dallas. <laughs> None of the action guy stuff I've ever done in my life. Oh, you know, Live PD, Dallas SWAT. Um, didn't you once take a bullet for a senator or something? I tried to. I don't know if it happened. <laughs> no, that didn't happen. I've been shot at a bunch. <laughs> and I'm a nice guy. And you are a nice guy. You're a hell of a guy. Um, <laughs> shot at. Takes us directly into part <laughs> 971 of our Amber Geiger series. It was supposed to be a two-part show, and I think we're on four now. Um, and if Dallas riots, you think this will finally kick off the riots now that one of the witnesses has been murdered? No, because it's totally unrelated in my well, opinion. <laughs> well, they don't even need a riot anymore. They have social media. <laughs> that's, what's, that's what organizes the riots. Well, you know... If you're really lazy and you're a writer, you just do it on social media. You know, in your underwear mom. on your couch. Yeah, because we don't have basements <laughs> in Dallas, so <laughs> you can't go down to your mom's basement. I guess you could go to the attic, but it'd be really miserable <laughs> hot, and especially if you're like 350 pounds. You might fall through the ceiling. So, <laughs> Joshua Brown, a key witness in Amber Geiger's murder trial, was fatally shot Friday night, which has drawn national interest from everybody on the left. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> Everybody on the left. Beta O'Rourke. Beta? Did I pronounce that right? Beto. Beta. It should be Beta instead of Beto. When Botham Jean was killed in his own home, his neighbor, Joshua Brown, spoke out and ensured that his murderer was held accountable. His death, like Botham's, was a tragedy, only possible because we have failed to end this epidemic of gun violence. That's from Beta. It's always the gun's fault. It's never the guy holding the gun's fault. Mm -hmm. You know, since it's the gun's fault, Beta, why don't we just let Amber Geiger go? Because it wasn't her fault. It was the gun's <laughs> fault. You That's know? a great argument. <laughs> just let her go. It's the damn gun. It's the gun. It's always the gun. The appeal. <laughs> exactly. Julian, I'm sorry, Julian Castro, oh, yeah. same thing, bravely stood up to injustice. Did this guy bravely stand up to injustice? He was wearing he was wearing a tweeted. He was wearing a friggin' t-shirt on the stand, showing all of his what to what to me looks like prison ink, but not that I would know about that, having only represented a few thousand convicts. Straight up prison ink. Dragon Ball, yeah, Dragon Ball. Anyway, bravely stood up to injustice and helped put Amber Geiger behind bars. Three days later, he was murdered by an unknown assailant. You know, if it was a known assailant, we wouldn't be talking about this. <laughs> and uh, fake Indian Elizabeth Warren says we need to get to the bottom of this. We need answers. You know, fake Indians piss me off because I'm a real Indian. I, I am too. And you are too. In fact, you need to be a Sioux Indian because you're an attorney and you can sue everybody. I'm a Sioux Indian. <laughs> well, you're, you're you're a Sioux Indian. I'm a Chickasaw, but uh, I, I guess I'm better casinos. I guess I'm part Sioux because I do sue everybody. <laughs> Uh, allegedly, Joshua Brown was exiting his car at his apartment, which is three and a half miles from where the whole Geiger Gene thing happened, over on Lemon Avenue, not known for always being a great neighborhood. The safest it's area. kind of been gentrified yeah. recently, and there's still some, there's still some ghetto adjacent. Um, <laughs> sh ambushed and shot at close range, apparently. For the second time in two years. Uh, well, he was shot before? Yeah, he well, got this, shot last year. This is from 
uh, S. Lee Merritt Esquire, a civil rights attorney here in Dallas, he tweeted that um, the guy was exiting, I'm just quoting, he was exiting his car at his apartment when he was ambushed and shot at close range. Now, I'm not saying that this attorney was there. But how else would he know that? <laughs> yeah. Just for the sake of, of argument. Wow. Just, I wouldn't have gone that far. I don't but. think I have to be Sherlock Holmes to say, how else would you know he was exiting his car when he was ambushed and shot at close range? Mm, the police haven't released anything. And mm-hmm. there hasn't been an autopsy. Now, I feel for this guy's mom. It's really got to be sad when your kid Very. gets killed. Um, and... In the but Captain Obvious, she suspects foul play. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I did too. Yeah, he had every, no every known enemies. Has foul play in it. <laughs> well, unless it's legit murders. Yeah. Oh, are we going to talk about? No, we can't <laughs> talk about uh, no. misdemeanor murder. I don't know that phrase, sir. <laughs> I believe everyone knows the phrase misdemeanor murder. I'd never heard it until this. Morning. We're not saying it applies here because apparently this. Uh, gentleman was a paragon of of virtue who worked for a living according to this attorney um i think a lot of people work for a living i was gonna say why is that worth mentioning yeah and it doesn't really mention what he did involves foul play and people do work for a living (laughs) we need i'll stipulate we need answers i'll stipulate to the fact that we need answers mr merritt um esquire Got to put that Esquire at the end of everything so that I everyone on the planet why. knows you're an attorney. I just slap attorney at law at the end of mine. So that it sounds scarier, actually. It sounds scarier than Esquire. Esquire sounds kind of gay or British, you know? And as an attorney, would you say he was shot in the mouth, in the chest, in a tweet? No. No, especially well, and then a day later or a few hours Proven later, wrong. tweet again that he was shot in the back and the ass. Right. So was he shot in the neck, face, back, and ass? <laughs> No. He was shot, and he's dead. So He was shot in Dallas. (laughs) (laughs) That's all that matters. He was shot in Dallas. We can prove that. (laughs) We don't know where he was shot except for that he was shot in Dallas. The rest is speculation. Yes. And then we've got Sean King, activist, who says Joshua was executed. Oh, please. Because he was a witness? Uh, he doesn't say because he was a witness, but it's it's implied. He's Every, to everybody that. is implying he was executed because he was a witness. Counselor, when would you shoot your witnesses? That I would don't favor never you? shoot my witnesses. But if, if you're you gonna did. if you're gonna kill a witness, you want to kill them early and often. You want to kill them before <laughs> they testify, <laughs> not after. Not after they testify. You can only kill them once, but early, I would say, is probably a well, fair. You may statement. have more than one witness. <laughs> okay, gotcha. So you know that they're they're for the often. <laughs> uh, all the conspiracy theorists can, you know, they're trying to make a big deal out of this, and and I know where they're going with it. They're going with, okay, the case was effed up from the beginning, and it should have never been murder, and there were constitutional mistakes made. If if you can listen to uh, one of our other podcasts, I go into that, but. So she's going to appeal, and in my opinion, she's more than likely going to get a new trial. And you and I were talking earlier. I've only seen this happen one time, but his testimony, will an attorney for the prosecution will sit in the witness chair and read everything he said to him and asked him, and then his answers. That's why if you're going to kill your witness, you kill him before they testify. I didn't say that. Theoretically I speaking. He's gonna, it's still going to come out. Sometimes people who are going to testify in big cases, maybe that are related to certain families. Like the Clintons? I'm oh, sorry. 
<laughs> I was thinking the Gambinos. I was but, thinking Gambinos myself. <laughs> but um, who? Hey, by the way, if any of you guys are listening, um, yeah, give it a disclaimer there, real quick. Or <laughs> we get the crack. One, one of you is friends with my one of my cousins, so don't don't kill me. Um, don't worry. Kim's I'll ass is Kim's ass She's is talking. talking. Out her ass. I'm talking out of my ass. Literally <laughs> talking out of her ass. I only say it 19 times before we go live. <laughs> turn, turn all your uh, shit off, please. I'm sorry. No, no pun intended. Sitting over there with your talking turd. Is that Mr. Hanky from South Park? <laughs> Siri. <laughs> I can't breathe. Will you stand up? <laughs> well, uh, the police department confirmed that 28-year-old uh, Joshua Brown was the victim they found around 10.30 Friday night in a parking garage with multiple gunshot wounds to his lower body. But Esley Merritt again, Esquire, says he was shot in the mouth and chest, and there was a silver car reported leaving the scene at a high rate of speed. A sedan. Now, do, do you guys you guys cruise around? DPD drives silver sedans, right? <laughs> no, we do not. I know every time I get pulled over, there's a silver sedan on my ass with rolling 24s and spinners. Yeah, we got in silver Impalas. So are you alleging that the cops did this? Well, they, they uh, somebody's going to. Uh, uh, it's going to happen. I mean, it's going to be alleged because everyone is complaining already that the investigation is not going to be done properly. Let me tell you, there was more than one person allegedly in that sedan, and cops cannot keep a secret. They're worse than a sewing circle. You can't, you can't do it. For people who don't know what a sewing circle is, <laughs> including me. Well, they wouldn't do that anyway. What's ridiculous is they're trying to no, add this just poor man well, in this tragedy. They're trying to add his name to the list of the Trayvon Martins of the world, and it's just not right. possible. But they're trying so hard. It's we ridiculous. we bring up Trayvon Martin. We huh? investigate every murder in this city as vigorously as if it were a president. We, we really do. Even, I know even the misdemeanor murders? Say what? Even the misdemeanor murders. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm telling you, we investigate. Those guys work hard. So if 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 a Highland Park we messed up the Kennedy deal, but we're getting better. That's right. If a Alvin Highland Park greatly. businessman who's worth say a hundred million dollars is murdered, yes, and a crack whore on Harry Hines Boulevard is found behind a dumpster with a couple of bullet holes in the chest, it happens. They're going to get the same level of investigation. Yeah, but the Highland Park guy will get off because he has a lot of money. <laughs> well, no, he's the victim. So his wife will oh, get oh, off. I, I got you, I got we we know who shot him. It's probably his wife. <laughs> you know, of course it was. <laughs> because she found out about the hooker, and then she went over and shot her, too. Okay, you're talking me into a corner, but we would investigate both murders vigor as vigorously. No, no preferential treatment. <laughs> I well, like they tied the horse in with the Highland Park guy. <laughs> yeah, the Highland happens. Park guy would probably get more expensive horse than the Harry Hines street walking type. But um, yeah, I dated a whore once that worked for a guy that Highland Park. <laughs> <laughs> you just didn't know it at the time. I didn't know it. 
That's a whole other story. Yeah, we discussed that off the air. Um, pretty That's going to be its own podcast. Funny actually. story, actually. <laughs> yeah, so the, 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 the word for the day is Ajax. Yes. <laughs> only only Ajax. the people sitting here know what that means and, and Mary. <laughs> <laughs> don't, drink, don't drag her in that good name. Uh, I'm not going to drag that. Uh, notice there's a lot of Marys in the world. And yeah. so, very uh, common name. Very, very common name. But uh, We're using code names. Great story we're going to have to get into one of these days. I'll have to get you drunk first to tell it. <laughs> it's better when I'm sober because <laughs> it's so damn true. <laughs> so, you know, uh, we did a little digging and uh, we can't really go into it on the air because uh, there's too many Joshua Browns. So I, I can't swear that the Joshua Brown who we found with the extensive criminal record is the same guy. But there is a Joshua Brown who did live in Florida and moved to Texas who has a fairly extensive criminal record. And while I was watching the trial, I noticed something that kind of always stands out to me because they look like a lot of prison tattoos. Mm -hmm. Now, maybe they're not prison tattoos because I know some tattoo artists who have guys who come in <laughs> and want to get fake, uh, uh, shit you not, fake prison tattoos like on their necks and arms and all spider webs everywhere. So that they look like a tough guy, and seriously, wow, <laughs> Kim is looking at me like, I, <laughs> "Why don't somebody out of do your that?" Damn mind. <laughs> yeah, uh, you are, but I believe that story. <laughs> after this show, I'm getting a scorpion tattooed on my cheek. <laughs> so you know, because I'm tired of having sand kicked in my face. <laughs> do you see where but, Aaron Carter had a big old tattoo put on the side of his face, and they interviewed the tattoo no. artist saying. I really tried to talk him out of it, but he wanted it in the middle, so this was a compromise. <laughs> it's like people losing I, their mind you know, in middle ever, age. Yeah, I, I, I don't get the whole. You know what? I do kind of get it. If you're have already made your money, or you're at such a level of don't give an f that you really don't give an f, and you want a big sorry, you want a big <laughs> tattoo on your neck. Is there another kind? We just we just got flagged explicit you want a big tattoo on your neck go get a big tattoo on your neck get it on no, your face mike tyson you don't <laughs> tell him that i know <laughs> i would not do that but i don't You'll know do the ear patch person. to go with your eye patch no, i'm sure <laughs> exactly that's funny man. the handicap why don't you read the americans with disabilities act there i break. have <laughs> Trust me on that. Trust I just see a lot of people with tats. Hashtag Prison trust tats. me, I'm a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> I see a lot of people with tats, and I think, I bet they regret that tat. Oh, I think that all the time. Not all of them do. Or how could they not? Now that those think. tramp stamps have sagged so far that they're two ass cheek tattoos instead yeah. of one tramp stamp. On the, on the back of now the Now, there's knees. one tattoo I would get if I had what? neck surgery. I saw a girl at work one time. She had a zipper from a neck surgery, <laughs> and it was a zipper like zipping down. Right. Now, I had now my, that's cool. That is cool. Yeah. And the only surgery, I, well, besides. I'm going to get one of those on my circumcision scar. <laughs> I can do you one better. I had my back fused, and my scar is right above my butt crack, and mm -hmm. I don't think I want a zipper going down. <laughs> no, you don't. You know, if, if, if your life turns bad and you end up in the pen, having a zipper there might be a bad idea. No, I'm putting Mary on my back. There so you go. That's what they do so they don't get raped. Yeah. The, the she's talking Mary. about the Virgin Mary, not <laughs> not the one who found Ajax. <laughs> there's there's too many Marys involved in this show. 
So I mean, anyway, the, the the timing of Brown's death has raised public speculation as to whether the shooting was tied to his testimony. Like I said earlier, you know, they don't teach us this in law school, but I have heard that if you're going <laughs> to kill your witnesses, you want to do it before they testify. It's word on the street. And this is why most of you guys who aren't lawyers or have never been involved in the criminal justice system extensively, and I'm so if you've had a DWI or an assault case or you got in a bar fight or something, maybe you punched, you know, your wife or significant other in the face, whatever, you're not going to know this. But when cases get remanded on appeal, the appellate court just doesn't say, well, you effed up, so let her go. The appellate court sends it back for a new trial. And in the new trial, the testimony from the first trial is admissible. So not only will this guy's testimony be read into the record if she gets a new trial, if she files an appeal, she will, and she gets a new trial, I think she will. She will. <laughs> um, you know, the testimony will be read into the record. Will it have the same impact as a guy sitting on the stand covered in what looked like prison tattoos wearing a Dragon Ball t-shirt? No. Mm-mm. No. But it will be read into the record. So, you know, you effectively only shut your witness up if they happen to die before trial. <laughs> so this does not give Amber Geiger an immediate, you know, end run around the entire process after she wins her appeal, which I think she will. And, you know, she just walks. But And we're not saying that Joshua Brown is a terrible person. We're, we're not Jean saying that. was not a terrible. He was a great guy, from mm-hmm. what I understand. And yeah. and you know, and they keep saying that he, that Joshua Brown was the star witness against no. Amber Geiger. Amber Geiger was the star witness she against Amber witness. Geiger. Yeah. You know, when you get up there and are like, yeah, I did intend to kill him. Uh, really? We shoot to stop. Mm-hmm. We don't shoot to kill on the police department. I even know that, and just as somebody with CHL lessons. Well, <laughs> well, on a CHL context you are taught to shoot to kill it's different for civilians than it is for but i was always told that when you talk to the police you say i just wanted to stop them well when you talk to the police you say i want my lawyer yeah Yeah. (laughs) you don't talk to the police i don't care i don't care how righteous i don't care if someone breaks into your house is in the process of actually raping you and has made penetration when you shoot them you still don't talk to the police no you talk to your lawyer and your lawyer talks to the police that's like the my cousin Vinny. I shot the clerk. You did. <laughs> no, you just said you did. <laughs> but I didn't shoot the deputy. There's that perjury charge. <laughs> so right. so a, a, every perjury. activist and wannabe activist in Dallas now is screaming for justice for Joshua Brown. I'm waiting for the T-shirt. He's going to get out. his justice, and I feel bad for his mom, like you said earlier. Well, but Joshua it, Brown's dead. There's nothing we can do about that now, except for find his killers. Or killer. And people are... Well, yeah. and, and... You need to ask Lee Merritt, because he apparently knows a lot about this. Merritt case. knows a lot about this. I would... Uh, yeah. Where he got all Shot of his information. Shot placement and vehicles and everything, so... Well, and that he worked for a living. And on the stand, he said <laughs> that he ran Airbnbs, which I kind of... When I heard that, I... I don't know. A lawyer's cell in my brain twitched a little bit. <laughs> and I'm not saying that this is the case because I don't know because Joshua. Of the drug dealers you've defended? <laughs> well, I, I may or may not have been involved in situations where people having large amounts of cash or Venmo money needed to make it look like it came from a legitimate source, and Airbnb is just one way to do that. Yeah, I lost my deposit. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't even know what they were until about six months ago. <laughs> really? Yeah, I just started dealing drugs. I know. Lately. <laughs> you just started it? Yeah. 
Since I retired. Man, you broke bad late in life. Yeah. yeah. It's a thin blue line, brother. Did you bring any? I'm not answering We're going to make I this want a, a lawyer. short show, and uh, we'll, we'll be back in a minute, and we'll all be talking a lot faster. <laughs> Rich is a five-star hotel guy. That's why he didn't know about Airbnbs. Well, I have a friend who's a flying waitress. I mean, a flight attendant. Steward at fl- Don't call them stewardesses. Uh-huh. Don't call them flying waitresses either. But a flight attendant. Anyway, my, my, They're there for my, your safety. My flying waitress friend has an Airbnb in downtown Austin, and she's pulling down six figures off of that thing. And her dope stuff? Uh, no, <laughs> legitimately, she's pulling down oh, six figures off of this rundown old dilapidated piece of shit house in downtown Austin. They have tree houses down in Austin that are Airbnbs. Well, you can just sleep on the street and shit in the sidewalk. So what's yeah, you, the point? Right under 35, right there at 7th Street, I think it is. And get your hair cut for free. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. Been there. So we're, 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 we're not saying that he was using Airbnb to launder money. I mean, good idea but it's possible (laughs) you know oh yeah back speaking of that the disclaimer if you do anything this show is for entertainment purposes only if you do anything you hear on this show you'll probably go to prison and deserve it if you need a lawyer hire a lawyer don't get your legal advice from me and and don't get it from google like this jackass i had to interview last week it's like well google says well google says well google says i'm like do you even know if you're looking in the right jurisdiction huh (laughs) did it say this for texas well, the, if the law is, oh, God. Uh-uh. I've yeah. done a lot of that with my eye case, and I have to go to the Commonwealth of Virginia because they have a whole difference in Louisiana. <laughs> Those are two different types of law. You know, Louisiana is not as different as people say it is. Really? I mean, it's based on Napoleonic Code, right. so it's not, it's, it's, I'm a cop in Louisiana. It's statutory. Too. That's how you are. <laughs> it's statutory instead of case law for the most part. But I've, I've got a buddy who's a lawyer down there, and I've helped him on some cases before. I didn't think it was that different. Really? Now, Arkansas, on the other hand, the paperwork in Arkansas looks like it was written in the 18th century. <laughs> I had to hire local counsel on a case up there. A lot just of two wits big, and whereas. And no, I used two wits and thereas in, in conversation. No, it's <laughs> like hey, just just to decipher that shit. But but I digress. Um, so what do you think is going to happen with this, Rich? Rich Emberlin. I think they Real swung for the fence. Thing. Like I said the other day, they got a murder conviction, and it wasn't murder. And if they would have chose any lesser included offense, she would probably be in a lot more trouble than she is now. But what do, do you, you th- what do you think the timeline is on it though? Do you no, I'm talking about this Joshua Brown oh. guy. Do you yeah. think that this will finally be what we need to kick off some rioting in Dallas? No. But they'll have a Come system. on. They'll what have, does it no, take? You can't it takes the Cowboys to win the Super Bowl to have a riot. <laughs> well, then we're there. never gonna have one. <laughs> well, we've had one. Dallas people well, We're never gonna have one decorum. again. I know. I mean, did you see this uh, Yes, yeah. I saw it. Started off so well when we were playing the worst teams in the NFL. I know. And, Three in a row. And then we get and then we get a team that's, you know, knows how to play football. Um no though. Could the Cowboys win a baseball game? No. <laughs> No. Maybe he gets the high school team. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All girls high school baseball team beats the Dallas oh, that's Cowboys. Very sexist of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Girls. You ever, you ever bat, fast pace, batted fast, against a softball pitcher? Fast pitch a female? Softball. God, it that's scares else, me. Isn't it? I know. It. I have never chased a female with a bat. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. No, they'll have a suspect in custody on this murder within by Friday. You if think not so? More. Yeah. 
they will. You you think that the uh, uh, murderers talk, and they brought more than one person with them, and somebody always gets hemmed up on, you know this, gets hemmed up on a theft charge or a rape charge, and they go, okay, I did that, but do you want to know who killed Joshua Brown? Exactly. Yeah. That's how we serve or solve most of our murders. Well, I mean, that's why yeah. I have a bicycle and a sawed-off shotgun that I stole a million years ago from my <laughs> crimes. Well, that's Stay also the toll road. I, yeah, yeah. I would wonder. But that sawed-off shotgun, I'm sure, has at least an eighteen and a quarter inch barrel on. Eighteen and a half. Eighteen and a half. You have to talk about yours like it's bigger than mine. <laughs> that's all I've ever needed. <laughs> Well, so you th- you think they'll catch some? Yep. They'll, they'll they'll catch somebody. They'll have some uh, a suspect this week. Yep, they'll have a snitch by tonight, and they'll catch them real soon. So, when Mayor Eric Johnson urged patience as the investigation played out, you think we only need about a week's worth of patience? You probably know something we don't know. Well, apparently, the person who knows the most about this case is this merit lawyer. Are guy. you listing him as a suspect, or <laughs> no, I'm just saying he seems to know an awful the lot about it. Case. He must have a. I think it's curious. A, one of the uh, uh, someone from the the morgue, or someone from the PD, or somebody. You know, is I'll talking tell to you, him. I've dealt with the ME's office, the medical examiner. They don't talk until they release their whole case. As a matter of fact. When even when us cops, I think I showed you the case where I shot and killed a guy. It was listed on the report that afternoon as an unexplained death, and it'll stay that way until they the M- until the M- says, oh, says right. Poisoning. And the funny <laughs> and, and that's, that always used to strike me before I started doing criminal defense. It struck me as funny when somebody has has a yeah when somebody <laughs> has an entire clip from an AK in their body. And, and it's, it's unexplained. Listed as unexplained. <laughs> Head not on body, unexplained. <laughs> right. Death. But that's but that's the it's, those that makes them's, sense, though. them's the rules. Yep. Until the medical examiner says, well, it's the same thing when you know someone could be laying there drawing flies and they're not <laughs> pronounced dead until the ME gets out there and says, yeah, he's dead. Or somebody could empty a magazine of bullets into a dead guy that yeah. he poisoned <laughs> <laughs> to make sure. Oh, would it well, not have okay, any well, bearing on know, the Joshua Brown thing when you were talking about what a sketchy past he had? I mean, would he not be Well, alleged? no, we don't know that that's alleged? his sketchy past because there's a whole lot of Joshua Browns in the world who have sketchy past. Right, but just let's just say that any of those previous crimes that you found that um, had Allegedly. to do with a, a Joshua Brown, mm-hmm. I mean, would it? They, they could have been after that a different Joshua Brown and There's him. a lot of Joshua Browns out there. Yeah, and but there's a lot of them his, with testimony be considered not credible i was going to ask you that because i don't know if i were the defense attorney i would have jumped on on if that's the same guy with the criminal record that we looked up if it is and i were the defense attorney i would have pounded on that for the entirety of the time they gave me i would not have shut up about his criminal record because it is an issue of credibility and he probably had something to trade you know it is an issue of Probably. I don't think he had anything pending. I well, if you have if an extensive criminal record, odds are you don't like the police. Mm-hmm. And if you did have something pending, he would jump up and go, aren't you testifying because, because. you've got a pending case? Well, I would have mm-hmm. asked him. Yeah. You want to you, you want to give someone the opportunity to perjure themselves and that's half of <laughs> half of being in trial that's is trying to, to get them to and lie. It gets back to what I talked to Kim about all the way over here. Were you lying to me then or are you lying, lying to me now? now? Well, yeah, and and they could be lying both. Yeah. You know. You're such an attorney, man. <laughs> we don't lie all the time. We lie when it benefits us. 
<laughs> I told the truth once. It made me sick for a week. <laughs> <laughs> so, but the, the main thing is the conspiracy theorists out there. Hey, you guys, I'm talking to you guys. You conspiracy theorists, keyboard warrior jackasses. Look, if this guy's death doesn't guarantee a win on Amber Geiger's new trial because she was her own worst witness and her testimony is admissible because she chose to testify <laughs> against herself. So it's admissible. And I could set a whole bunch of case law, but nobody wants to hear it. And Joshua Brown's prior testimony is admissible as well. Can, he, can I, Maybe I didn't hear you right. Can she not testify at the next trial? She can refuse to testify at the next trial, but they could admit her previous testimony from the first trial. There's not any way for her to get out of what she said to it wouldn't have the punch, like you said, case. coming from a prosecutor it, sitting in the stand answering his own questions. It doesn't have the punch. Um, that's true. I You want to hear a prediction? Can she get on the stand and say, when I spoke the first time, I said I shot to kill him, and I know that's on the record. I meant to say, because I, I was disturbed and upset, I shot, I shot the guy to stop him. If she gets on the stand the next time, her... her uh, New attorneys should be taken out and beaten with a horse whip. It, she, I'll object she, from the audience. She, <laughs> I'm not even an attorney. She, oh, I, trust me, I was in the home. audience. And I had to sit on my hands, man. <laughs> I wanted to jump up so bad. I'm like, oh, damn it, I can't say anything. And I'm you know, watching people I know try the case. And it's just, I, you know, the strategy could have been, let's, you know, we're going to save all this for appeal. And that's that's what I said in the beginning mm-hmm. is, you know, go ahead and, you know, accept the fact that she's going to get convicted of something. But, um, and then, you know, and then wait for the appeal. But if you don't set the case up properly for appeal, right? I, I don't know. Uh, but yes, if she, if she, ref- if she stands on her Fifth Amendment right in the new trial, if there is a new trial, um, she's allowed to do that, but they can still introduce the testimony from the first trial. So what's your prediction? Same, same thing. <laughs> My prediction is that she appeals, gets a retrial, and gets convicted of a lesser included and gets five. I don't have to do two and a half and people. Then you can have your riots. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> My prediction My prediction on Joshua <laughs> Brown is that Somebody was gunning for him that has nothing to do with this case. No relation whatsoever. Because if it had something to do with this case, they would have whacked him before he testified. Mm -hmm. Well, it could also be somebody who's trying to incite trouble. It's like um, they've got to be a bone to pick with him anyway. And it's like, oh, I'll just do this. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the other thing is. You're You're going for too much intellect on this murderer. Here's here's where what she said actually could come into play. If somebody was looking for him and didn't know where he was, maybe someone out of Florida. Right. Maybe someone stayed in one of his Airbnbs and wasn't happy. (laughs) Found a hair on the soap. Freaked out. Saw him on the news. Earlier straight. Goes, he's in Dallas. Let's go get him. Let's get in that silver sedan with the 24s and the spinners. nervous about that and everything I've read. Not that Google means anything, but the newspapers, I mean, they usually have two sources. We're going to drive up to Dallas in our our silver drug dealer slash pimp mobile. Sedan. Sedan. (laughs) And uh, with the 24s and the spinners. And and get this guy when he's leaving his apartment. You know that. (laughs) Hoopty. Well, they may not have been 24s. (laughs) It's going to be such a simple cut and dried, and it might be exactly what you're talking about. There's that guy. 
I've been looking for yeah. him for years. Been looking for him. Why did he move? Mm. You know, I had a renter one time. He was one of the nicest guys I've ever met in my life, and he was from Florida, of all places. He came in. It's like, I want this apartment. Paid for a year's worth of rent and cash up front. Bought a car from me and moved into this cracker box, shit box apartment. I, this Your Airbnb? Building out. It was before Airbnb. <laughs> Put up like, he spent about $50,000 on that on this 600-square-foot apartment. It had plasmas <laughs> in every room, everything else. Really nice kid, though. He went to get a Texas driver's license. They thumbprinted him, pulled him up, and he was wanted in Florida for two homicides. Golly. So, yeah, picked him up, shipped him back for Florida. He's now sitting waiting for old Sparky. If they still use, Do they still use old Sparky they in do. Florida? They, they do. do. I, I don't know in Florida. I know they use them in other states because mm-hmm. I just looked that up the other day. Well, Florida's a place that once set a guy on fire with the electric <laughs> chair. It happens. Uh, Deserved it. So anyway, <laughs> um, you never know who you're dealing with. That was my point. And and th- this guy could have been something that you know, like I said, somebody was after him and, and well, was I think like watching the news. The know. worst about this is all the people that you mentioned earlier, from Beto to Warren to Beta. whomever, Beta. yeah, who are trying to turn this into something it's not. As leaders, they should you know, trying to fuse situations like that and all they do is throw gas on the the fire on situations like this all How the time. Go do your job. Yeah. Rich, do you do you think that if the investigation shows that it was an assassination by the Dallas police that so we'll finally have a decent riot in Dallas? Yes I do. <laughs> and We'll prosecute those alleged killers to the fullest extent of the law. Yeah, and everybody knows that's not what happened. Of course, that's not what happened. But just, just for the sake of what if argument, if it turns out that it was, I'll schedule the protest or the riot for you. (laughs) Will you let me know on Facebook? (laughs) All right. And with that, it's been fun. Rich Emberlin, everybody, famous for lots of things, but <laughs> mostly Real Housewives of Dallas <laughs> and Dallas SWAT and, yeah, uh, and Live PD and everything else. Well, I had one of our listeners, actually, he's like, y- you need to tell p- more people who is on your show because I'm having to Google him and I'm missing some of it. And I said, well, yeah, you can hit the pause button. <laughs> And he's like, oh, I thought it was just live. I'm like, no, it's both. Yeah, there's so many yeah. people I've run into that lately. Really? Yeah, yeah. They're like, I was in a movie with Ashley Judd a couple of years ago called Traffic. Yeah, he was in I'm Traffic. I'm director for the Outdoor Channel. Um, <laughs> okay, you don't have to recite your entire oh, IMDb I'm start page. Now. now he's going to Buddies with Clint Eastwood, Bradley Okay, Cooper, now this is going to be part one Natalie. because he's going to have to list his accomplishments <laughs> in part two. And it'll Our, take hours. He's so Okay, well, Joshua Brown, we're sorry you're dead and... Um, don't he, think it has anything to do with your talk. Hey, maybe he's looking down or or up. I don't know. Oh, uh, stop talking. <laughs> with that, it's not called the Nice Lawyer Show, Rich. Right, it's called the right. Evil Lawyer's you're Guide right, to Life. And there's right. a reason for that. Uh, yeah, there is a reason for that. Uh, you can hear us on Spotify and on iTunes and on anywhere you get your podcast. You can see us on Facebook at The Evil Lawyer's Guide. And with that, have an evil day. <laughs>